Welcome to the Expedition Marriage Podcast. We're Chris and Jamie Bailey. We're married, we're Christian counselors, and we're marriage coaches. We're here because we want to help you have what we have, a God-centered, fun, connected marriage filled with friendship and laughter. And we know what God has done for us, and we trust that He can do the same thing for you. So, no matter where you're at in your marriage, join us as we share biblical truth, practical tips, and lots of laughs along the way. Get ready, because we're going to help you. Enjoy the journey. And welcome to the podcast. We are as always, are excited that you're here, and uh, and love that you're here, and also we love that you all give us reviews. Yes, and we do. So you know, and, and if you're new here, you know, hey, listen to us out first. We don't ask for a review, but if you've been listening to us for a while, uh, we would love to get a review yeah, from come you. Come on, come on, give us a review, <laughs> and you, we might read it on our podcast, yeah. just like we have one right here. A review might get you a shout out, just like the one we're getting ready to give to Cat One Lady. Shout out, Cat One Lady. Kat says, it's always a good thing to seek advice from sensible, God-loving educators. I know. That's that's a high honor right there. We appreciate that. She said, I especially love the podcast on helping to transition our babies to adults. Mm. That was a good one. And she says, God is good. God is good. That that was a good episode, raising adult children. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was titled something like that, because that is the goal. Mm -hmm. We're not raising children to grow up and become children. We're raising, raising them into adulthood. Yeah, we're raising adults. A lot of transition comes with that. So, Kat, we are so glad you found that one helpful. We appreciate your review. Thank you very much, Kat. And guys, we love hearing that. We love the affirmation. We love to know that what we're sharing with you is as impactful as we're hoping it is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's one of our purposes that we've shared on the, you know, to try to breathe hope and life into marriages. Right. And right. to inspire you all. And so we're so glad that that's working and having an impact. And hopefully we'll continue to hear from other people. Yeah. But you know what else has an impact? What? The Word of God. The Word of God. Mm-hmm. Mm, mic drop. Yes. Scripture has an incredible impact oh, yeah. in our marriages. It's living and breathing, and That's it has right. an impact in our lives and our marriages. We were working with a couple, and I was using some scriptures about how to apply certain things, and, and he had asked, you know, hey, how can I get a list of that? Uh, and you know what? And, well, you know, and it's not, you know, I already know your answer. Well, you know, no, it wasn't just like the Bible. Um, no, no, but it was realized that that even if we've done our Bible in a year, right? You know, mm-hmm. and and even if we actually did our Bible in a year, mm-hmm. or versus a Bible in three or five yeah. year plan, yeah. whatever it is, we still might not have realized how much of God's word applies to our marriage directly. Yeah. I think there's certain things where we realize, okay, hey, here's the marriage verse, or even it has a title on there, which guys, the titles were added later, but it has a title you know, about marriages, how to, to act in our marriages, that kind of things. And we know that stuff, but what we don't realize is God's relational, or we mm-hmm. maybe re- we realize that, and God wants us to be relational with Him, and He wants love God, the Lord your God, all, with all your heart, soul, and strength and mind. And second, to love others as you love yourself. Yeah. That's all a relationship. And it is our belief, our strong belief, that everything that God asks us to do, we should start at home first. Right. We should start in our second most important relationship. The primary relationship is with Jesus. Second one should be with your spouse. Yeah. And we should be practicing those things like love others as I have loved you. Yeah. We should be doing those at home. And look, we understand application is tricky. 
Mm-hmm. That's why James in one twenty two he says, but be doers of the word and not just hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Because application can be tricky. And if you didn't understand that certain verses were applying to your marriage or were capable to apply to your marriage, then maybe that's where some of us have been getting tripped up. Right, right. And, and it's just hard. But everything all throughout Scripture is going to help us love Jesus more mm-hmm. because it, he's reminding us of who God is. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the more we know about God, the more we love him. Oh, yeah. You can't help but fall in love with God the closer and the more you, that you know him. Mm-hmm. And they're also all going to help us, like you said, love others and love people. Everything in scripture is meant to be applied and is meant to teach us something. Sure, and, yeah. And God's giving us this information, these truths, so we can apply them and have better relationships all over. So we can be made more into his likeness. And if you're becoming more like Jesus, promise you, you're going to be a better spouse. Mm, mm -hmm. Promise. Definitely. And and so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to give you some scriptures on how to have a Christ-centered marriage, but really scriptures that you can live out. We want to help Mm -hmm. you learn how to go to the Word of God and say, how does that apply to me and our marriage? Yeah, and we also don't want to reduce scriptures and kind of just use what seems to apply to get us in our best position kind of thing. Look, let's just be honest. For example, where some might point out going, oh, wives are just wrecked their husbands, but that's supposed to be to husbands that are living sacrificially or loving sacrificially like Christ, <laughs> who are submitting to Christ and who love their their wives as their own bodies. Not to mention, mm-hmm. they're also being understanding of their wives, 1 Peter 3, 7. That's right. Right? So there's a totality of scripture that we need to be keeping in mind and what what importance that that loving one another, that how we treat one another has to Jesus, has to God. Amen. Thank Amen you. to that. So, all right, that that was, we can wrap it up right there. Bring that the was heat. solid. Yes, that was great. So we're going to go over some verses here with you and just have a conversation about what this is, what it says, what the Bible says, and what does that look like in your marriage? Mm-hmm. So let's start with Ecclesiastes 4.12. This let's. is one probably even said in your marriage, potentially, or in your wedding. Though one may be overpowered, mm-hmm. two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Yeah, love that verse. That's actually, that idea comes from that, that having a helper, which mm-hmm. then takes us back to Genesis 2 with the creation of, of, of Eve, right? And, and if you have that helper, if you have one that falls down, there's a helper to help them up. If you have just one alone that can be overpowered, the yeah. enemy loves to divide and conquer, mm-hmm. loves to pick off, but God had made provision. Yeah, that's right. Your spouse... That's right. And I'm just thinking now on a silly side of this, like the older you mm-hmm. get, the harder it is to get back up when you fall down. <laughs> yeah, take it literally. You know, sure. and when you're in in life, that's the same. Like when you're mm-hmm. vulnerable, when you're hurt, yeah, when you're beaten up a little bit, it's harder to get back up. They had a rough day with the kids. Yes. When we're, you know, mm-hmm. able-bodied and on our A-game, yeah, we might be able to just pop back up and keep going. But most of the people who are falling down aren't able-bodied. They're emotionally hurt. They're in a weak sense. And when you're weak and beaten down and downtrodden, having somebody come alongside and go, come here, honey, Mm -hmm. grab my hand. I got you. I got you and Mm -hmm. lift you up. And that's what that looks like. And it also, there's a, the strand, there's a strand of God in that too. Oh yeah. 
There's you strands. can pick me up much better mm-hmm. when Jesus is holding you up. Oh yeah. When he's and, in and the center. And when I'm leaning on him. Yes. And not my own strength. Yeah, and my, so it, my it, own mere mortal strength. That's right. That's right. And so it really is about knowing that we are better and we are stronger when we're together. Oh yeah. And we're even more better and more stronger when we have the Lord. Mhm. And so it's keeping that mentality of being that person to, you know what, I'm in this. It's me, you, and God. Heck yeah. And we're going to help one another whenever we need to. Oh, yeah, definitely. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Another one, let's Mark 10, 9. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Yeah. Look, we understand. And we're talking about the generalities, right? We, we understand that there is absolutely cases out there, abuse, adultery, that kind of thing, that that's, yeah. I, it's the exception. We'll, we'll right. call it the exception. The plan is for the two to become one flesh, for the man to leave his mother and father, and, the, and then the two of them shall, you know, cleave and cleave, right. right? Become one. And that's the goal. And so not to have this other concept of trying to, to, Break up because I don't know we're not happy, or or you could be happier with somebody else. Yeah, the more things that break up marriages mm-hmm. is a lack of happiness. Sure, is a we drifted apart. Yeah, is a we fell out of love. It's the distractions we, we allow biz- life the, to distract yeah, us. Yeah, the business of running, the busyness. We got too focused on the kids. We got too focused on our career. We that, got too focused on social media that's mm. showing us bigger and better and greater and and more wonderful. Yeah, and there's deception in that. And we expose ourselves to things that take truth away. Mm-hmm. We have anxieties now. We have all of these things mm-hmm. that that just cloud our vision and we forget that we're to lean on one another, that we are that two that has become one. Yep. And the world, the enemy who's roaming this world will always send distractions. Mm-hmm. He will always enter in and make you doubt truth. He will make you believe that yeah, it's ideal if you never never separate, but you don't. Did God really say mm-hmm. that? But God, what if you're not happy? Yeah. God surely wants you to be happy. They might not be the right person for you. What, right. what if they're not even the person that God wanted you to marry? Right. And so these distractions, these mm-hmm. subtle messages that enter in, those are the real things that tempt us to separate what God has joined together. Right. And so if you want to protect your marriage against that, protect what you allow in your mind. Mm. Protect what mm-hmm. you allow in your sight of vision. Preach. Yeah. You know, stay in the word of God because again, the more you know him, the more this this is the natural byproduct. Mm-hmm. Nothing else is it's desirable. Yeah. Right, right. Well, and I think that feeds into another one though, first Peter four eight. Mm-hmm. Above all, love one another deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Yeah. No, does does it erase it? No, no. But if we're loving, yeah, it doesn't it, remove consequences. No, but if we're loving one another deeply, right? Mm-hmm. If we're focusing on that, then some of the little stuff that might be annoying and all that, it's just easier just to not have yeah. to deal with. It. You know, ugh, you left your your cup right next to the sink, and I didn't see it. And I said when I was loading the dishwasher, and now that's there. Okay, that could be a five minute argument that we have, and mm-hmm. or I could just go. You know what? They did something yeah. nice for me earlier today. They do love me well and all that. I, I'll put the cup away. Yeah, and when you're automatically thinking, I love this man. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't care about putting his cup away. I love this man. Oh, it's very insignificant. I was insignificant. thinking about me putting the cup away. No, I know you were, but you'd be the one leaving the cup. <laughs> so 
I'm claiming that. I had to jump in and claim that one. <laughs> but really, like when we have a great connected relationship, when mm-hmm. we're having fun, when we are working on our love and just walking that out, I don't really care. If yeah. your socks are on the floor, I don't care about those things. Yeah, we're less easily They're insignificant. Shaken. Right. Yeah the, 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 yeah, the insignificant stuff, the 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 mountains on a molehills just yeah. don't happen as much. And even like, it's not a sin to leave a cup on the counter or to, you know, leave <laughs> socks on the floor. We're not talking about that, but that's an example to it get wasn't the idea. Leviticus? No, <laughs> it might have been, man, <laughs> between all those. But it is about, I am so guilty of snapping at you. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. I snap a lot. And because you love me and because you understand how I work and how I get overwhelmed more easily, you forgive a lot of that without me even having to ask for it. Right. You know, because of your love for me. And Mm -hmm. so it's things like that. It's letting one another have a bad day, make mistakes, say things they don't mean. Get overwhelmed. Yes, yes. And so love can cover that up. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's how we want to walk into things. And also we've got here, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and they shall become one flesh. That's from Genesis 12 or Genesis 2, 24. This one comes into play a lot. Don't you think with boundaries? Yeah, definitely with boundaries. I mean, think about therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and and hold fast to his wife. Uh, Guys, that's the plan. Right. Yeah, leave your father and mother. Now, does it say that, that you just you cut them off and you don't ever talk with them? No, that's not what's said. That's not what's implied. Right. But as mothers and fathers, talking about raising adults, mm-hmm. we should be preparing our children for this that This is day. the goal, yeah. to launch our children. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. And so sometimes a lot of things that impact marriages are... In-law relationships mm-hmm. is a mom oh, yeah. who's critical of a wife. We get along great until we extend yes. family. And yeah. that really is about how this can you can apply this in your life is saying, Mom, I need you to not speak about my wife like that. Mm, definitely. I'm going to go if that's how you're going to talk about my wife. We're on the same team. We're on the same page. And it's owning that. Mm-hmm. It's stepping away from your parents or any intruder that comes in wanting to divide that two that has become one. Right. And that's honoring to your parents to take care of your wife first mm-hmm. because they should have taught you that. They should have treated, they should have modeled that. That was yeah. harsh. Was that harsh? That, mm-hmm. that, yeah. Yeah. It may be a little harsh. They should have modeled that treating your spouse above all. Yeah. Would, would have been the, the model there. And if we're not doing that, it's not too late. Start now. Right, right. That is so true. And speaking of that, let's talk about humility mm. because that's a big one. Oh, Ephesians ouch. 4, 2, with all humility and gentleness, with patience. Gosh, that's a tall order. Ooh. Golly. Humility all, like, and really, patience. Humility, off, gentleness, and patience. Get off my toes. Yeah. And then it goes on. It doesn't get any better. Bearing with one another in love. Mm. And isn't that the truth in marriage? Like sometimes we have to bear one another because we love each other. Mm-hmm. But that humility, humility is hard to walk out. Oh, yeah. You know, pride is is so easy. And, and that's what, you know, they say, like, pride comes before the, the fall. fall. Absolutely. Th- they say. That's what God <laughs> says. You know? That's, <laughs> it's been said. And it's so true. And, and that's not, gosh, it's just so not good in marriage. Mm. And so what does walking in humility look like in your marriage? Well, first, you just jump it back to 1 Peter 3, 7, where it says, husbands being understanding with your wives. I think we should both be understanding with each right. other. I don't think wives are off the hook with that. But first, hey, can instead of me needing to be heard and understood, instead of me, oh, no, you got to listen to me now. No, you're... 
you know what? Let me listen to you first. Mm-hmm. What is what's going on with you? What yeah. is it that's bugging you about this? And see if I can't have an understanding with that before I make you try to understand my point of view. Yeah, that is so good. That mm-hmm. is so good. And we don't do that naturally. No, no, we it don't is, do it that is, naturally. Communication is a skill. You've got to hone on it. Yeah, and if you want a shot at doing that more naturally, get in the word. Oh, definitely. Get in the word because it is alive and it mm-hmm. will penetrate your heart. And the second you come out with pride, come out of the gate with pride, God's word is right there going, ah, ah. you know, the Holy Spirit is going, oh, remember that? Tell Humility that. and gentleness and patience, where yeah. it's at. The more we are in the word, the easier these things are to walk out. Sure. And that comes with some personal responsibility. Absolutely. And that's... Personal in, ownership. Yeah, God's, right. God's not going to be putting us in front of the throne going, okay, let's. Uh, you want to help me take account for your um, your wife's right. I know you did that, but I only did it because choices. my wife did yeah. that. And yeah, Jamie's not going to be before the throne and sitting next to God. Well, one day we'll be sitting you know, with, with God, right? Going, okay, it's time to judge my husband. Right. <laughs> right. And, yeah. God, and, get him. And we live like that sometimes. We really mm-hmm. live with the mentality of, I would stop doing this if you would just do that. Yeah. I wouldn't have to yell at you if you would listen to me. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what scripture calls us to. Proverbs 28, 13. This is another harsh one here. Proverbs doesn't play. Mm-mm. Proverbs is like, you're a fool or you're wise. That's it. Pick one. <laughs> like really, that's that's consistent message through Proverbs. But it says, whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, mm. but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Mm. That's a big deal. Yeah, I'd like that's to obtain some mar- mercy. Yes, that's a marriage of application scripture, if I've ever heard one there. Oh, yeah. Take ownership. If you mess up, own it. Mm-hmm. If you do something wrong, apologize and change. Yeah, step into it. Hey, yeah. I, I, that didn't come out the way I meant it to come out. Yeah, and it's like you may be right in this fight. You may win the argument, but you're not going to prosper. Uh -uh. You will not prosper fighting to be right. And so if you want to prosper in your marriage, you need to be humble and you need to take responsibility for what you're doing. God doesn't care what your spouse is doing when it comes Uh -uh. to you. (laughs) Nope. He cares about that when it comes to them. Uh But what he holds you accountable for is yourself. Yeah. And then lastly, we've got one more, right? Luke 6, 31. And as you wish that others will do to you... Do so to them. Ooh, the golden rule. Right. Yeah. Guys, it's, it seems simple. We, we heard it ever since kindergarten, most of mm-hmm. us, right? And it, it's not a, a solid rule. Don't necessarily treat other people the way that you want to be treated because you probably tried that in your, in your marriage and it didn't work out right. Right. But it's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to go. I, you know, I wouldn't want to be yelled at. I wouldn't want to be demeaned. I wouldn't want to be chastised, criticized, criticized all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a great place to start. Right. Right. And that's a simple one to remember because like mm-hmm. you said, we've been taught this since childhood. Yeah. Apply it in your marriage. Mm-hmm. When things come out of your mouth, pause before you let them or apologize for them. Own what you're doing and what you're saying oh, yeah. and filter it through the lens of do I want to be treated this way? Mm-hmm. Do I want to be spoken to this way? Would I appreciate that? Sure. You know, and empathy. Right, exactly. <laughs> but here's the deal with all of this. This is a tall order. It is. But you have the Holy Spirit living inside you if you are mm-hmm. a believer in Jesus Christ. 
And that means he has equipped you and you have no excuses. You have a supernatural conduit. That's right. You have opportunity for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You can fail your way forward in this and it is okay. But own it when you do and know that it is without excuse. Mm -hmm. You are enabled to do these things through the power of the Holy Spirit. But at the end of the day, there is nothing better than walking in the truth that's going to help you enjoy the journey.